0: Welcome to The League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca.
1: And I'm John. My name is Mark.
0: And today we're talking about the Heart of the Tempest, Kenon, who was released April 8th, 2010. Yeah. Uh, that's so long ago.
2: Yeah, he's an old boy.
0: <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Both
2: in release day and in lore.
0: Of course. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I kind of forgot about that, because I think we looked at this back in Akali, and I forgot that he was... Or maybe we just weren't like... Uh, caught wise to it yet they're like oh this guy's right. millennia years old
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah we knew
1: he was old but we didn't know how old
0: yeah i guess we like know that a little bit about yordles yordle why like they don't age seemingly yeah. and we also don't know where they come from i don't think they fuck i don't know
1: <laughs> it's the smurfs <laughs> question right it's like it do they lay eggs
2: <laughs> i think they just like appear they were like magic. from the spirit realm through mm. the magic of spirits That's and true. realms oh yeah 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 kind of the spirit of the realm fuck
1: yes. yeah <laughs> <laughs> A little plane, interdimensional interplanar you know foreplay there you go
0: <laughs> that exists in some weird perverted fanfic somewhere mm.
1: <laughs> some oh, awesome yeah. fanfic you mean yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right who's uh kicking off the impression
1: Uh, Let's let John do it last. Um, Because he's going to be the best one? (laughs) Yeah. uh, It just sounds like Fizz. He
2: does.
1: for obvious reasons. Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. Um, I don't know. Kenan's got a little bit more of a voice, but uh, it's like, I am lightning. I break the wind.
0: Oh, that's so funny because the quote that I picked was, I am the wind. (laughs) (laughs) So does he break himself? Oh, Kenan, that's so deep. Are you okay, man? It
2: kind of sounds like he's farting. (laughs) (laughs)
0: You're a twelve year old. <laughs> he says, "I break the wind." <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. You're right. And I am a little disappointed.
2: I didn't think about it. But uh, all right. Um. Yes, they make sure it consists small. <laughs> what it so, was only. So good His only that. joke.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's the one that's in the teddy bear. I got him. it. Is well, okay. So I made a build a bear for John, but they don't have Ken and build a bears. So I. Made a Kenan outfit for the Build a Bear. It's really bad. It's beautiful. It's so bad. on Twitter? And then it says, yes, sure the "I feel like this that does not come across on the mic at all." <laughs> but you can hear the mall from a lost <laughs> like uh, the background of a Los Angeles mall back in 2012, probably.
2: Yeah, that's that's gonna be worth one. some money someday. That's gonna be a sound bite of just everyday life. <laughs> Back when malls existed, a audio time capsule.
1: <laughs> yeah. Funny, that's where Kenan's lore takes place—is a Los Angeles mall.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not many people know that. <laughs>
0: oh, so on his universe page, Kenan has some old artwork, uh, which again I don't mention much, but the old artwork is always so riveting to me. He has a bio and a short story, the bow, God, the bow of the kunai, which is a Kali story about Faye, the really long one that we went over. It was probably the first like. Massive story that we had when we started this podcast, and I think it was the first one that we were like, "Oh wow, this is really good."
2: <laughs> yeah, this is like an actual mm-hmm. story. Yeah, this must be the only one. <laughs> we didn't know how many full stories there were.
1: You can count them all on yeah. one hand. There's so many. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kenan has like a role in this, but it's really—it's not even like about a collie. It's about someone in a collie's life, mostly. Yeah, uh, but apparently, Kenan has other short stories that just aren't on the
2: universe page. Yes. In fact, written by the same author as The Bow and the Kunai. What?
0: Why it? Why
2: Joey Yu also wrote Between Light and Shadow, which is specifically a Kenan story.
0: My God. It's just
2: kind of not on his page.
1: Yeah. I don't understand it. It says in the URL, Kenan color story. Like, come on. This is an easy win. Just link uh, it, so man. That's so weird.
0: It's not like uh, bad there... or anything. No. Do you think there was a time when they... Only wanted champions to have one short story, and then they kind of dismissed that, and maybe they forgot.
1: Maybe, hmm.
2: but even 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 so, why would you? If pay you for were going to choose one for him, why choose the one that was an Akali slash Fae story and not the one that just? Kidding?
0: They must have been more impressed or excited about that one. I don't know.
1: <laughs> they saw the word count, and they're like, it's "Oh the man, this is the exactly. one. <laughs> it's got to be uh, good." Uh, yeah, it's weird. I don't know why they why they don't have it linked. You know, I, I can only assume it's just. A, you know, once again, we're just finding bugs and problems with the universe page. You know, we should Probably. compile a list at the end of all this and just send it over. Like, hey, here's ninety seven like things that aren't linked.
0: <laughs> they just need someone to take like a month to yeah. go through the wiki for each champion and and connect to them.
1: <laughs> I love it. The yeah. wiki is like informing them about their own content. I'm like, oh, did you know that fucking Zed and Ch- <laughs> just, they're learning about it. There's a the comic, wiki. <laughs> which. <laughs>
2: Which, on the one hand, I kind of want to judge, but on the other hand, now having people in the Discord that point things out about our own <laughs> podcast that I didn't remember, I get it.
1: It's mm, a fair point. I
2: get why they
0: they're not aware of certain things because I mean, especially an older champion. Like, when was the last time Kenan's shit was updated? You know, but
1: I mean, he did just get a, a Legends of Runeterra like, released pretty recently. Yeah. Yeah, that John was, was, quote was listening to yeah, quotes.
0: John was listening to those quotes. It really fucked me up, because it was, like, someone doing an impression of Kenan, and I didn't care for it. <laughs> it wasn't that they did a bad impression. I just, like, Kenan is so, like, in my brain, because I have played a bit of Kenan. Like, I know what he sounds like. So it was just wild to get, like, a weird version of
2: it yeah especially since those quotes i don't know if this was just my read on it you can tell me if you got this too mark those quotes seem way more like he's an anime character. (laughs) He's going on about like, ooh, this technique is superior.
1: Yeah, that's (laughs) definitely something. he will (laughs)
2: fall to the lightning technique.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think some of that is from the way that he's got, you know, every champion kind of has like a a set of followers that they kind of work with their mechanics and he's got that. And they're all different students of different, like the Gale style or the Thunder style, right? Um, So I think some of that's like, well, he's got all these styles, we've got to reference them. I think it's also like, when you look at those Kenan lines you know 2010 there's not a ton there I think they were trying <laughs> no. to say like let's make let's give Kenan more of like a character a little bit and they kind of seem to go with like the like you said anime almost like very classic like martial arts knowing all these martial arts styles like hmm, yes your fist strike is superior to my you know that type of thing right <laughs> it's an, it's an it's- interesting attempt
0: yeah i was gonna say it's a choice i could kind of see it based on what we get from his bio and short stories but i remember one thing that threw us off about the akali story was how like kenan was kind of like this old wise man like this lovely old wise man and we were trying to imagine that dialogue in the kenan voice and it was just hilarious (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't know what they're trying to go with with kenan
2: oh well do you want to take us through the bio i sure uh... do
0: Okay, so Kenan was not a normal Yordle in Bandle City. He was not like the other Yordles. <laughs> <laughs> Kenan didn't really like Bandle City because he's all about that balance. Um, I, I at no point learned what this meant, <laughs> Kenan, like, what's wrong with Bandle City? But it's okay. It's such a vague concept. Compa- com- uh, oh my God, what is that word I'm trying to think of? Con- concept. Uh, it's such a concept. weird, like a, a vague concept. <laughs> That it's never identified. Anyway, so Kenan leaves, stumbles on a new Ionia, which is trying to rebuild itself after many wars. He settled there because Ionians think Yordles are special creatures from the spirit realm, so they were probably very nice to him. Kenan spent years studying humans and battling like mysterious bad guys until he decided to instead figure out where all of them are coming from. Uh, Lucky for him, they're coming from imbalance. Mm. And that's just his thing. (laughs) (laughs) So Kenan eventually finds the Kinku. That's how we say that, right? Mm Kinku. We talked about that a lot in Akali's episode because she's one of the Kinku. They worked with the Eye of Twilight and the Fists of Shadow, but Kenan saw that there was a piece missing, and he became the first Heart of the Tempest. It's a little vague on what he does, and it wasn't Akali's story as well. But the bio it kind of says that he passes judgment on how to preserve balance. And he also tried to connect more with the Kinkus people because the leaders like wore masks and kind of seemed to keep a distance between them. These were like the original Eye of the Twilight and Fist of the Shadow. We don't have their names or anything. We have one of their names. Oh, do we? From...
2: from, uh, Oh, it was probably his other short story. Yeah, the short story that's not linked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, of course. (laughs) So there's a little bit next about how Kenan will just like cut a bitch if he has to. And then we get to... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's kind of what
2: it I mean, sounds like. <laughs> Kenan like,
0: may look like a little puppy shock dog, a bitch. but he'll he'll <laughs> fuck you up. <laughs> uh, anyway, then we get to the invasion of Noxus, that part of Ionian history. Kenan refused to join the resistance and the Kinku were kind of like torn apart because they just couldn't decide what to do is kind of what it sounded like. And basically, we're just taking no action at all. Zed betrays everyone. Shen can't do his fucking job. And Akali decided she was done waiting around and ran off to stop all the bullshit by herself. And I literally wrote, good for her, after. <laughs> <laughs> so the bio ends with him just, like, sticking by Shen as they, and this is a quote, defend the balance of the f- first lands. And I don't know what that means. Balance. Balance. I don't think Kenan knows what it means either, but he's, like, sticking to his guns. <laughs> he <laughs> discovered balance a long time ago, and he's like, that's my thing, everyone. <laughs> balance <laughs> in all things. You
2: yeah. <laughs> know, <laughs>
0: And that that's Kenan. Mm. I
2: think. Did I yeah. do a good job? You did a great job. Thanks. We kind of ran into the same problem with Kenan as we do with pretty much anyone who doesn't die of old age we ran into it with ivern we see it in heimerdinger in arcane like if somebody lives long enough their sense of urgency is not going to be the same as all the regular old humans around them yeah and Mm. we're seeing that a lot in kind of the passivity of of Kenan through through a bunch of this
0: yeah i i just i can't really see it line up because his whole thing is keeping balance in ionia and then these trespassers come in stomping shit fucking with the spirit realm you think he'd be like maybe let's get him out of here mm. they even had a whole paragraph about being like oh Kenan will mess you up but first he's got to sit around for 40 years like is that it i don't understand
1: <laughs> he's got to gather up his fucking energy uh, <laughs> yeah i agree i think that it's interesting because you know we see it very explicitly called out in the bio that he and the Kinku are like you know, firmly opposed to getting involved. And then by the time we hit Awaken, which we've been kind of told from from writers, is like, that's the future and that's what actually happens. You know, he's involved. So there's obviously, something has changed. And I think it's fine for them to take up this one sense because that's kind of like Ionia's whole kind of conflict, right? Is do we trying to just stay passive and nonviolent and then having to deal with the reality of it, right? And I think it'd be really yeah, neat true. to see that change. The problem mm-hmm. is that like, we're just kind of told these things and we don't have a lot to help understand why he and the kinku don't want to get involved. You know what I mean? We can maybe look at yeah. the bow and the kunai, but even then that's more of a specific like circumstance rather than the whole, the whole concept of let's stop Noxus. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, if we take what we learned with Kane, if there was a possibility of like children being there, I can very much understand why they would be like, yeah, we're not sending our fighters out there to kill these kids, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. But it doesn't sound like that's what was going on.
2: Yeah, and I think, I don't know that. I, I think a lot of this is kind of they did a lore rework a little bit on, I guess, his personality. I think mm. and from his original lore. Um, but oh, I can't wait! To I hear mean, a, a lot of his pers- like, <laughs> it, it just seems like his his quotes and kind of his move set and and kind of personality really hint at this like impatient impetuous yeah. type character which which they completely rewrote. Um and now he's got like the energy still, like he's still uh you know, back flipping grandpa, but uh <laughs> somehow a very patient, slow moving, fast moving <laughs> back flipping grandpa. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, th- I mean I think you could make that work. That If you got that to work, that could be a really neat contrast. Um, but he doesn't have the work. And yeah, going back and reading his old lore, that was my feeling of like, oh, I, I like this better. This seems to line up a lot more with Kenan. And if you're going to take this character and not give them a ton, give them something that's a little more like straightforward and aligned rather than trying to do this much more nuanced take. It makes me think of like... Like the issue with Yoda in, in the prequels, where you know Yoda as a small little wise thing that doesn't move around very quickly makes perfect sense, and then you try and put him into action, and he's spinning around and flip flopping <laughs> everywhere, and it's like, oh, uh oh, something's something's broken here, you know. So uh,
0: it's all just a trick. He's slow moving because he wants to trick his enemies.
2: <laughs> One thing yeah. I found interesting, and we had kind of gone over it before, with like the the fact that. Ionia is kind of, well, not Ionia, but at least the Kinku Order is kind of run by this triumvirate of, of people. And I we only really know of, at least off the top of my head, one other area that's run by a triumvirate. And the two seem to constantly be at odds with each other.
1: Mm. That would be, you know what, that would be a really interesting thing to try and draw like a parallel between, like some story that would cut back and forth between the, the Triferics and the Kinku triumvirate and the way they are both the same and different. That could be a fun thing to explore. Yeah. Right now it feels a little yeah. lazy, but I don't know. Like it just feels like Riot really likes the idea of having three sort of leaders. Especially like <laughs> this is a holdover from old lore too, so yeah. You
0: know. Yeah, it's true. That would that is a good idea for a story though, Mark. I like that. Or a comic, that would be really good
1: mm, yeah, that could be real to cool. see
0: as well. They- These are just very different approaches to life. One necessarily not being more right than the other, but yeah.
2: Yeah, they've each got An assassin they've each got a beefcake and i feel like noxus keeps winning these fights because they have a tactician whereas (laughs) ionia's got a speedster
1: Mm, yeah i guess maybe dex you know or strength beats dex i don't know how that works exactly (laughs) i will say how you roll you know the Kinku come off kind of like i don't know they come off kind of like uh like a a mob or something like like a criminal syndicate a little bit here because they're talking about like You know, Kenan, like, not wearing a mask because everyone else in the Kinku wears a mask, and they would hand. And he goes to hand out their edicts, and he tries to, like, he tries to put the human or Yordle face on the whole organization. Like, hey, I know we're a bunch of weirdos with masks who, like, tell you not to fight (laughs) Noxus and shit, but. It's cool. It's cool. Look, I'm nice like he's got to go and do PR work almost for the Kinkoo.
2: <laughs> he kind of did. Hey, yeah. hey, I'm one of you. It's cool, guys. But if you fight Noxus, I will kill you.
1: Exactly <laughs> right. right? And, then, and then it directly transitions into like. And sometimes when they challenge the Kinkoo, you know he, you know, like you said, you got to fucking cut a motherfucker, right? You got to let the streets know. It makes him come off a little like a mob enforcer. I don't know. Like,
0: oh, he kind of he's like the good cop and the bad cop at the same time.
1: Yeah, like we can assume that you know they're doing things that are good and for the balance of the two realms and all that jazz you know and take a a, an optimistic approach to it but i don't know it came off a little
2: see that yeah yeah it's definitely one of those ones where like you know a, a lot of the positive impact is probably through work they do in in quelling the spirit realm but the only way like, the only impact of that you see is when things go wrong in the spirit realm. When things are going right in the spirit realm, you never see it. So it's got to just look like they're doing nothing all the fucking time, <laughs> which I'm sure is very frustrating.
1: <laughs> sure. And that would be something to, to dig into. Like, there's a lot of story. I think, I've said it before, but I think Ionia has a ton of stories that could be told with a lot of these ideas that could be really interesting. Um, it, right now, it feels very vague, right? It's like the shape of an idea, but they haven't gone in and done all the fine detail work, you know?
0: yeah they really like this idea of like a magical world um with nature and we must balance the good and evil but that's kind of like all they've said about it
1: mm-hmm. i think it's hard too because that's an idea that you know it sounds good on paper and then when the rubber hits the road of what about all these situations what about when this happens or that happens <laughs> yeah. it becomes harder to define and it just needs a lot of like someone needs to like sit down for a long time and really figure out all this philosophy and what all this means and all these different groups and they're their interests and what they're doing exactly, but
2: And then they have to put all those things together into a newspaper yeah. style <laughs> writing
1: and <Yeah. laughs> a tabloid that you read while you're checking out at you know price saver or whatever.
0: Get a reporter yeah. involved.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what would happen if Aurelia fought with <laughs> uh.
0: Why is it that they're fighting on the same team? They That's don't what, get yeah. along.
1: Man, you all are be really mean to the, uh, the, <laughs> the, the summoners. <laughs> they're just asking questions. <laughs> Inquiring Sorry. minds need to know.
0: <laughs> they're from the past. It's fine.
1: Yeah, they're all dead now. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs>
2: they're probably like 13. Right. <laughs> I have oh, wrote those letters in when they were three
0: <laughs> and I said they were probably oh. 13 like then I no. heard it too um.
1: yeah. we should go find them all and, and be like so did, were you satisfied with your journal of justice mailbag of justice answer and I'm like what the fuck are you talking about
0: legit please at us if you've ever had your question answered on the journal of justice we would love to interview you and then put it in our own journal of justice
1: yeah <laughs> Where are they now? Uh,
2: <laughs> oh man, Stop.
0: that'd be great. That would be a great little project for Riot to do was a little where are they now. <laughs> all right. Um, anyway.
2: All right. Who wants to take us through the bow and the kunai by Joey Yu?
1: I, I can hit like the the highlights, the canon
0: parts. It,
1: yeah, it's like you said. Yeah. It's it's about Akali and Faye and their relationship with Akali's mom. Um, I I guess I would say mostly listen to the Akali episode if you want the nitty gritty. For Kenan's part, Kenan is kind of a side character, but we do see, you know, that he was a mentor to Akali. They had a pretty, pretty nice little relationship. It seems like, you know, they were pretty affable. Is that what you would say? You know, um, paternal, yeah. like a, yeah,
0: he's a bit of a mentor. It's like mentor. an uncle,
1: old uncle Kenan, kind yeah. of come and teach yeah. you some oh. shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I don't know uh, what exactly happens here with Kenan. He, I don't know, we see him come into conflict with, with Mame, who is Akali's mom. Um, and the issue is that Shin has just been named Eye of the Twilight, and he's still he's still getting his sea legs under him, so they're trying to figure out what to do. And I think, I will say in this little interaction, I got more of an understanding of why, why he would preach like, hey, pump your brakes a little, because he kind of points out that You know, right now it's kind of a, the fog of war is really thick, right? Like there's people on all sides doing things that are fucking with the balance and we can't really know friend from foe. So if we just act rashly, we might fuck up things even worse, right? We need to really make sure we understand the, the tactical situation. Um, and Mame is very obviously kind of pushing for just action, right? And that's kind of supposed to be the, the dichotomy. And then Shin... Um, is supposed to come in and kind of help mediate i guess this isn't a weird thing i will say is that something in the bio it depicts with kenan is this idea of like oh he kind of comes in and acts as like the middle ground between this very impetuous fist and this much more placid eye but it seems like in here it's almost kind of the inverse with him and shin where shin is the one who's kind of they look to for the final judgment and kenan's the one who's kind of preaching a more conservative approach does that kind of line up
0: Yeah, Yeah. it's weird. Maybe they just wanted Shen to be pushed in a part where he had to make a decision right away. Yeah. I don't know. Where he had to be like the decision maker when he wasn't ready to. I don't
1: know. I think that's it. I I certainly think Mm -hmm. that's what's... Because that's what it's trying to show us is that Shen is... He's emotionally compromised because his dad just got killed, quote unquote, by Zed. He's been betrayed (laughs) by his adopted brother. And he's just not in a place to be this completely emotionless. Like, here's the best path. Um, and And the problems it's causing for everyone, right? But I think... It is kind of weird that it seems to flip what Kenan's supposed to be doing. I think this is the problem with it being so vague: is ultimately that we're not sure what what are the job responsibilities, right? Like, I was going to bust out my org chart for the Kinku, like who owns what <laughs> department? You know what I mean? Yeah. So,
0: right. yeah, it's weird.
1: Yeah, I think that's mostly a Kenan shows up at the end to help them fight off the spirit beast. Um, some of the de- descriptions of Kenan's like hyperactive personality are kind of neat we called it out in the akali episode but he's they're going down a mountain and he's talking with mame and he's just running circles around her because he just oh, he's yeah. just gotta keep moving he's just kind of like running around her while they're talking which is fun
0: yeah that was really good they managed to capture the the in-game aspect of kenan <laughs> to, mm. and weave it into the new bio that they gave him the only thing i remember about the story really that is also mentioned in the bio is that he wanted akali's mother to like name a her successor i guess yeah mm. in which she was reluctant i think she was um she thought faye was more up to the job kind of thing so it's mm-hmm. just a huge reason why collie leaves i think
1: <laughs> yes yeah,
0: i
2: uh, i didn't necessarily catch it the first time around but mame has an ironic name given what happened to her protege john
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not like she did it <laughs> It would have been great though if some if she comes in and it's like, Looks like you're maimed now or some old bullshit like that.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine if she says that at the end of fights?
1: <laughs>
0: and then she's like she's embarrassed, but like, oh god, they're dead. No she, they can't tell anyone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shit. We'll get it together. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. It was pretty good though. We get Yeah. We don't get a lot of canon, but we get little bits of him, which is nice. Mm-hmm. It's a really
0: good story if you want to learn more about Ionia. Um in general, Akali, you do learn a lot about Akali in that one, too, even if she's not, you know, the narrator necessarily. But it is like from the point of view of her almost sister, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> like they grew up together. Yeah.
1: Agreed. But not, not too much else going on with it. I don't th- think. Yeah, Kenan just kind of no. hops in and out.
2: <laughs> Literally. Now, he is also uh, in Between Light and Shadow, also by Joey Yu.
1: Still don't understand why this isn't linked on universe. I just want to mention it again. It's like it's not linked it on is. universe. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> uh, Please link it It's interesting because
0: the first line is saying that it takes place after Akali leaves, which like we have no update on Kenan beyond that. So that's really frustrating that they just hid away th- his update. You know? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, this takes place. Yeah, it was after Akali leaves. But my my read on it, it doesn't specify. But my read on it is it is before awaken. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be all at all surprised if this was one of the reasons that we see Kenan actually join that fight. Cause we don't see, um, like Shen doesn't Shen. show up in the awakened fight. It's just a collie and Kenan. So yeah. it kind of implies that there's, he met up with a her, schism. something, something happening there. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a precursor to that. Um, so essentially I'll walk you through it. Uh, Kenan is on his way to the uh uh was it the Racheh is that?
1: Yeah, Racheh, Raishai, I don't know.
2: Yeah. Um Raishai, temple. Um for a reason we don't know yet, but he's in a hurry. And then <laughs> interspersed we get a bit of backstory about when Kenan originally joined the order and he meets the first fish of shadow. Fish of uh, shadow? Tagasiri <laughs> is the That's how I sure I didn't write it down. Kagakiri, <laughs> um, we're so good at this. <laughs> there was it was very hard to get pronunciation on that name. It
0: is, these aren't names you can just like Google to see what they are. Like mm-hmm. someone at Riot made them up 12 years ago,
2: <laughs> right?
1: And I, yeah, and I only didn't look it up or write it down because I don't think that name's ever going to show up again, ever I mean, anywhere. I don't
2: think so either. No, <laughs> um. But Kenan basically says, "Hey, your lives are short, but your stories preserve what you hold most dear. That's why you're better suited for safeguarding the realms than any of the undying." Referring to himself there, Uh, someday all of you will die. I'd like to bear your stories, the story of the Kinku. And uh, there's a. Could you
0: imagine, like, some little thing coming up to you saying this shit? (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah, it is kind of like it has a very weird energy to to the things. Like he definitely. He says it with someone who, he says it with, like, it seems like the attitude of someone who does not contemplate, I I don't know, like, the mortality of the people around him in, like, an empathetic type of way. It's just kind of like, yeah, you guys are going to die. I'm still going to be here, but it's cool, guys. Like, I'll tell your stories. Like, don't even worry about it. (laughs) Y'all are going to
0: die in, like, fucking two seconds
2: compared to
1: my life. I was going to say, the actual line, I wrote it down, is, someday, all of you will die, Kenan added cheerfully. (laughs) Like, he (laughs) said, it's kind of funny when you think about it you know? <laughs> it
0: does sound like it's intentional which I could definitely see yordles especially because they're coming from an area where everyone is also immortal seemingly yeah. so I could get them not understanding that maybe facing death is scary and sad mm. <laughs> he's right. just like sure. oh it's just another part you're gonna die <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's at least like he admires it he's like oh the- god bless them they're they're gonna die in 10 years but they're they really wrote a good story or they're really holding oh, on that's to that's so
0: condescending <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. yeah you know he doesn't mean to be he's just incidentally no, offensive don't. to the immortality immor- whatever <laughs> mortals
2: <laughs> so uh then it goes back to the present he arrives at the temple and sees a group of the kinkus most loyal acolytes Um, So essentially when the Kinku decided to stay neutral, they got a ton of pushback from various sects of the order. Um, And this group in particular never questioned their orders. They were always in lockstep with them, always backed them up, always the most loyal. But now the temple is plagued by dark spirits, or at least that's what the Acolytes think. When Kenan gets there, he sees that the dark spirits are actually corrupting the acolytes themselves uh, feeding on all their anger and negative emotion at having to kind of sit back while the country burned. Uh, So he tells them that, but they're not happy to hear it, (laughs) obviously, uh, since they're like, hey, how could we be corrupted? Like, we've been more loyal than anyone else. And so Kenan releases them from the Kinku order because he sees that the demands of the Kinku. And the desires in their hearts are conflicting with each other and causing this anger and sadness which is kind of inviting the spirits in. Uh, But they take this as a punishment (laughs) and they get super upset at Kenan. Uh, They're essentially like, you're banishing us? We did everything for you and now that we're of no use you're just casting us off? Uh, So a few of them attack him and he takes a few of them down but then he remembers that sometimes to tell a story is to lie. So <laughs> he, uh, he tells the group... That That's they can, Parenthood, huh? Eh? That's Parenthood. <laughs> uh, so he tells the group they can leave, and when he tells their story, he'll tell of how they fought super hard against the corruption and did real well and then left the order on their own with honor intact. And so they kind of understood what he was saying and then accepted and and left, sadly, into the night. And the idea that Kenan had, too, is that if they left the sect, they wouldn't have these conflicting things anymore. They could just do what they wanted with their life, and then without that invitation to the darkness, it would kind of work itself
1: out. Get their mental hmm. straight, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so this is definitely like Kenan's color story. Yes. This is what you expect when you... Get to the short story for champion it's very weird even for akali the bow of the kunai is not her only short story they have a color story for her and yeah. then that one as well mm. i think they just don't remember this exists
1: mm. Mm. yeah mm. <laughs>
0: they made an oopsie they forgot to include it on his page someone just they they didn't have their coffee yet that day they, they mm-hmm. fucked it up
2: oops all fay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah you're right you're right they kind of forgot about it i mean so, what, what, I mean, what did y'all think about this? I I, I didn't hate it. Um, you know, It I think the idea of Kenan... A, kind of being the eyes and ears for the Order and then choosing to lie in certain spots is an interesting one, I guess. I wish it gets more some more play. Um, and it's it kind of interesting seeing people kind of push up against the... You know, what they've been told to do through the Kinku Order. Um, it's hard to f- feel a lot of... Simp- like, not feel sympathy, rather, for these, these acolytes because it does feel like... You did kind of use them, and then just... Don't worry, we're putting you on forced leave. You know, go (laughs) deal with it.
0: Kenan, he uses and abuses, and then (laughs) lies. Oh,
2: not my boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's... You you get a few aspects that you don't really get elsewhere. Um, I mean, Kenan, obviously, like, you definitely see the... The emotion that Kenan is feeling as he sees the acolytes and immediately knows, like, shit, this—I'm gonna have to do something really unpleasant here, and like, this sucks because they've been so good to us. Mm-hmm. Like, he's—he's he's bummed about it.
1: But... <laughs> he
0: sounds like he's the new guy who got sent to go fire like some employees. <laughs> I
1: mean, its kind, I mean... they're
0: like, oh, you want to join the order? All right, here's the list of names. You gotta tell them to beat it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's, that's, that's Kenan. Uh, but you also see, like, he does not hesitate to put them down when they attack him either. (laughs) Even though, and this was interesting, because they make a special point of pointing out how, how this fight is nothing to Kenan. They're, they're basically just flailing animals, and he's just deftly (laughs) dancing between them, like, not even, not even a big deal to him. Yet they still also make a point of saying that he took a few of them down, which seems like he probably didn't have to do that. <laughs> I agree. I
1: think it would be one thing if they kind of like, oh, he stunned them or like, you know, like very comic book, like, oh, I get, I've been knocked unconscious. And then they pick themselves up and leave. But it makes a point of yeah. saying, oh, the ones that could, you know, pick themselves up. So there's some that can't because they're dead yeah. zapped on the ground. <laughs>
0: uh, Who do you think takes care of like the bodies Kenan leaves behind? Because he's obviously can't do it.
2: Oh,
1: you I know mean, nature.
2: He <laughs> he's itself. got a lot of energy. He could like burrow a hole underneath oh. each of them in like 2 seconds, I'm sure. He wouldn't have to move them himself.
1: He would just zip them back down to the coast in about 3 seconds. Yeah, no problem.
2: <laughs> I mean, he's got electric power too. He could like maybe jolt them just enough to be like, "Hey, roll over into into their pit."
0: He awake, <laughs> he he brings them back to life so they move their body for him no and then kills fuck. them again.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, has this a is really good story Kenan. that I
1: want. I was like, "Oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, he's gonna like you know shock him back to life, not back to life, so they can drag themselves into a death pit."
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> do you a real dark version of Kenan? Just yeah. like if Kenan and Vex had a baby,
1: a <laughs> you <know>, hardcore operator. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I would love to see him do that in a story. He Uses electric powers to shock someone back to life, and he's like, "Don't you die on me? That'd be great." Yeah. <laughs> An and MD. An MD. Yes.
0: <laughs> I was thinking Baywatch But that's also good.
1: <laughs> You know what have them do it everywhere Every AU should have them at some point Shock someone back to life <laughs>
2: Can I just say what a shame it is, thinking about it, that the Kenan MD picture is him looking at an X-ray and not him shocking someone back to life? What the hell? Yeah, it's That's a, a missed opportunity.
1: A, mm, you know, maybe he, he could probably use a nice update, definitely VO-wise, he could use some nice yeah. graphical updates, maybe they can give him some splash updates, and Riot, if you're listening, please, when you do that, have him be shocking. Who would he be shocking <laughs> back to life? Who's like the funniest Ooh. person? Someone who's already scion maybe oh, Scion's a really scion. good. scion you know, escaped patient that's scion good, or something like that oh man that's just moon or now. even just
0: zillion because that's ironic right. that's what i was thinking <laughs> it was
1: like that or cart somebody who's already
2: like or someone yeah mm-hmm. or somebody's clearly dead
0: yeah
1: <laughs> there's a lot you could do with it i don't anyway, know i like it he does um,
0: need he does need a visual
2: upgrade though canon <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
2: He went through first round of visual updates, but...
1: Yeah, like, that's mostly, like, skill readability stuff, right, I assume?
2: I think so. Yeah, Yeah, and some splash updates and stuff, because, man, if you look at some of his old splash... Oh, yeah, his...
0: I mean, they updated his his
1: default splash, too. The ones where he's just in a a void. (laughs) A dark void. He has
2: three splash arts that are the same splash art. They're just color different. They're literally the same <laughs> <Yeah>. splash art. <laughs>
1: Man, old riot style, let me tell you. What's up? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh now he does show up technically in one more piece of content called a Bandle Scout Mission Journal. Oh yeah, I now, read this. Now real quick, this. just
0: tell do Kenan and Timo ever meet? Do they know each other?
2: Do yeah, they know each other? They're they're friends. Oh, I was okay. trying
0: to imagine what Bandle City was like when Kenan decided he needed to get the hell out of there. Like what was so Imbalanced about Bandle City. Yeah. <laughs> was it Timo's fault? I feel like it was Timo's fault. <laughs> Timo and Teemo. Lulu were like too much. He's like, I can't with you There's all. There's too many
2: Bandle Scouts and too few... Uh, ninjas? Ninjas.
1: Yeah, he, he tried to start like a Tai Chi in the morning club and no one showed up. Just like all sorts of shit.
0: <laughs> Lulu came and kept turning people into squirrels. Don't,
1: see, these would be funny stories to tell. I would love to see like Kenan in the early Bandle City days.
0: Yeah! Alright, anyway. Oh.
2: Um, I mean, this one is essentially just Timo scouting around different areas of Runeterra, and when he scouts Ionia, Kennan jumps out and they spar. Uh, Timo says he was getting the upper hand against Kennan, so already we're getting a case of unreliable narrator here, <laughs> so take the rest of the report with a grain of salt. Um, the only thing we really learn in the story that we don't already know, I mean, one is that Kennan and Timo are friends. Um, and we also learn that Kenan is quick as lightning, so quick, in fact, that he sometimes develops and masters new martial maneuvers in the course of an afternoon. Mm. So, you know. Sure, why not, But yeah, right? I think this was for Wild Rift, I believe. Mm. I think they dropped a handful of short stories that were all part of this bigger thing for for wild rift releases
1: yeah it seems like the uh, again a continuation of this idea of as of kenan as someone who is constantly training and like learning different martial arts styles right does that sound like a a continuation of that sort of idea for the character like that's a direction they're maybe trying to take him in yeah Mm.
2: makes sense
1: sure Mm. i mean why not right
0: all right give me his old lore i'm very curious okay
2: i mean a lot of, a lot of it is at least with like the, the triumvirate and everything is, is basically the same. The main difference is um it's said that uh so Kenan was born in Bandle City and it's said that in his first living moments he bolted first from the womb.
0: Oh and
2: then second from the midwife who delivered him.
0: Uh, uh. <laughs> I love the idea of Yordle midwives, first of all. Delightful.
1: <laughs> yordle doulas. Uh,
0: I was yeah. just going to say. <laughs> you're It sounds you're like, like it, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh.
2: <sighs> now, uh, his parents thought that he would outgrow his boundless energy, but as he matured, his energy found no limits and was matched only by his unnerving speed. Despite his astonishing gifts, he remained unnoticed, or at least uncaught, as he was quite the prankster, <laughs> until on a dare, he ran straight up the great outer wall of the Placidium. When word of this feat reached Kingu ears, Kenan was quickly and quietly brought for an audience. He found that the role of Heart of the Tempest suited him, frenetically delivering both the word and punishments of the Kingu across the realm. He now works with his fellows Akali and Shen to enforce the balance of Valoran. This hallowed pursuit has unsurprisingly led the Triumvirate to Oh
1: the Fields of
0: <laughs> Justice. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> it gets better every time. I love there hearing it. Right
2: okay uh, so he was uh, you know he wasn't some ageless person who was like hey uh, I'm sick of this place I'm I'm really old and wise y'all need some help he was kind of like uh, just some really energetic yordle who just ran straight up a wall and then the kink order was like alright <laughs> we can fuck with that yeah. you run real good
0: I will say though it doesn't make sense that they jump from you ran real good up that wall to like you should be able to pass judgment on all of our people.
2: <laughs> so so here's the thing, and, and I think this is, I think this was originally the, the thing for Kenan too, it's just kind of shifted now with Shen being in the position he's in, but in this, he was delivering word of the punishment and then delivering the punishment himself. I don't I really like, <laughs> so I think they chose him because he was fast. And could, he could deliver just, real quick.
0: He could get there real quick to let someone know they were about to die. Yeah, he's right. like
2: the delivery guy in <laughs> Zelda. He runs real fast, so...
1: But with a gun. He accepts yeah. your package and you gets shot.
2: He does fucking I drive I need you to sign by. for this
1: assassination.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: that's mm. dark. I guess it makes sense, because someone doesn't want to... Like, you don't want someone to know what's about to happen to them before the assassin can get there so it's fair he travels faster than any word that's true mm. interesting okay that makes more sense
1: mm. but see that's the thing right where it's kind of it him doing that really runs up against like an Akali type where it's like it feels like there's a lot of overlap between those two and like that depiction and how she's depicted now and so I think they were trying to figure out all right well we want a collie to be kind of this, but what do we do with Kenan? Is like it's like th- three jigsaw pieces that don't quite line up, so they're <laughs> just kind of like hammering yeah. them in or something.
0: They don't need three people; they need two. But they wanted three because yeah. there's three ninjas, and
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
2: and yeah, it's funny that in the old lore they leaned more towards he. Yeah, he's the basically what a collie does now, and in the new lore, it's more like oh no, he's. He's kind of what Shen does now, <laughs> and then
0: what does Shen do? Who fucking knows He's there too. Shen just cries about his daddy.
2: He has fancy neon vision.
0: Uh, he mm. hunts gin <laughs> yeah. fancy neon vision.
1: I don't know. I think that's the thing too. Is that even like the mentor idea? If you want to try and make try and that's like, well, Shin was also we've seen depicted as like a mentor to Akali. So it's it's still yeah. he's still stepping on toes wherever he goes. He's just he's too fast and all these slow motherfuckers. He's just stepping all over their, uh, <laughs> their toes. So.
0: I wonder why they decided they didn't want Yordles to have parents anymore. Because I'm pretty sure they've made it canon now that Yordles aren't birthed. Mm, I don't know though.
1: Sex for the purpose of procreation is just so disgusting, you can't you can't have yordles do it. They're too cute. <laughs> they
0: just I mean, they had to know the fan art was coming either way, so
1: I think I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just oh. I think I was gonna say maybe it's just an attempt to make yordles more like, ooh, they're more fantastical. Yeah. They're birthed from raw yeah. spirit energy. It's just they're so different. I don't know. Yeah,
0: maybe.
1: Does Vex have parents? It seems
0: I, like, I, you know what? I don't think she does, and she's probably so mad about that. Gonna say, she's that so mad she like, had
1: parents to rebel against. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's great. <laughs> There's
1: got to be a line in there somewhere.
0: <laughs> I know. One of her many hundreds.
2: Now, Kenan shows up in a few, just two issues of the Journal of Justice that Ooh. I found. The first one was just a question. Uh, I was just wondering if Kenan had attended the performance by Sona. And if so, what he thought of the musical prodigy. Now, this was kind of on the tail end of a story about how Sona had performed in Ionia. And in case you're wondering, he says, uh, It was very good. I found myself carried. Far- oh, I should, I should do this in canon voice because he talks oh, yeah, real yeah, fast yeah. through mm-hmm. it. <laughs> It was very good. I found myself being carried far away to a magical and serene place, which for me is quite different than what I'm normally used to seeing, since I must be ready at all times to unleash the fury of the tempest upon those who would bring imbalance to the world, harmony, and all things. Oh, I'm sorry. I was talking about Sona's performance. No, yes, she was delightful. I found myself drifting off to a sea of bliss and tranquility, which is so uncommon, since being part of the kinku requires me to be ready at all times should I be called upon. And At which point he gets cut <laughs> off by the interviewer. Uh.
0: You gotta pass out, are you okay? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a Saturday morning cartoon dude.
2: <laughs> Kenan or me?
0: Both. I but no Kenan. I was thinking <laughs> his his voice is very Saturday morning
1: cartoon. It is. Uh, I like this one a lot more. I wish they would I kinda of wish that this was his like they would bring this into them the current lore because I feel like it lines up a lot with the character. It's fun, right? To have him just be spewing this, this stream of consciousness. You know, and maybe, like, when he's dealing with humans, he's gotta, like, pause and stop himself, it's like, I'm sorry, I get, I, you know, I get into my own head and <laughs> I nice just ramble. You know, it's, it's something like that. Yeah. I like that. There's, like, no punctuation in that entire sentence, too. The right. Thing.
2: It is just straight, straight going. Uh, and the other time was in issue 12, when Ionia defeats Noxus in the battle for the isle. The trial oh. for the isle. I was like... <laughs> I was like, I swear to God, when I wrote it down, it rhymed, but now it doesn't rhyme anymore. Which word did I get wrong? <laughs> I bet you it's file. The battle for the... the battle mm. for the addle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the battle for the rattle. Two babies, go at it. <laughs> that was my dad joke for the day. very good. good.
2: Thank you. Uh, the only thing of note in here is that Kenan in that fight was controlled by summoner Eclipse. Oh. So, you know, there you go. Neat.
1: Good job, Eclipse. You did it. <laughs> you did it.
0: <laughs> I don't know what you did, but you did it.
1: You know what I, I thought was Uh-oh. interesting is that they're still doing the classic Olympic rings, where it's like him and Amumu were like two mm. big ones on that team.
2: God, we used to do that. Yeah, those were so good. Yeah. Mm. Now, uh, there are a handful of cinematics he's a part of. First one that we talked a little bit about was Awaken. Which, as so we cool. mentioned, was the second Noxus War of Ionia. And Kenan, Akali, Yasuo, and Karma help out Aurelia in her battle against Sion and the Noxian armies.
0: Yeah, it was exciting having mm-hmm. Kenan pop up. I think he's hard to fit into, like, serious cinematics. And he does it he is a little goofy when he shows up, but hype, too. How dare I'm you? I'm sorry. I was excited. I'm glad he's in it.
1: It works for me. I uh, I, yeah. I, I like him in it. I think I'd be yeah. really excited to see... This is just making me think of Arcane, where you take someone like Hymer. It's like, oh, he'll never work. And he does. And it's like, I really would love yeah. to see Kenan kind of given that love and care. You know? Because he mm-hmm. can be tons of fun to see. You can play around with him so much, I think, and the things he can do. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now,
2: he's in Ignite. Cannon is one of the folks fighting Baron right before General
1: Odd one swoops in for the Elise steal. I love this one because he hits a Baron right in the fucking eye with a shuriken.
0: Right, <laughs> I don't remember that. It's I like no
1: abilities; he just
2: fucking tosses a shuriken. I'd love,
1: it. I love it if it just like all the music cut and Baron's like, ah, oh, fuck, <laughs> God, that really hurt. <laughs> Who throws a
2: shuriken?
0: (laughs) Honestly, oh, that was our outdated reference for this episode. (laughs) Some awesome powers for you if you didn't catch it.
2: (laughs) Now uh, he's also in Rise,
0: kind of. Oh, honey.
2: Okay, so John, no, 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 no. No, Hear him out. Hear him out. (laughs) All right. So right after ambition defeats perk perks, there's a there's a giant lightning shuriken. That pierces the sky, and then gets pierced by a bunch of bats, and I don't know the significance to this. I know that after this fight, ambition then goes on to fight Vane, who I mean obviously has some kind of bat imagery in her shit. So I I actually looked back at the games to see if, um, you know, R and G had fought anyone who played Kenan, and like, maybe Vayne, Uzi as Vayne, fucking wrecked a Kenan or some shit. Could not find anything, (laughs) but it was clearly a lightning shuriken, and I don't know what the fuck else that... I don't know what the significance is, but it was there. There's no one else in the game that has a lightning (laughs) shuriken.
0: It's Batman Kenan. That's what they were teasing. Uh.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you fucking got me. I I'd be curious to see someone who really knows esports history real good if they are like, Oh yeah, this is a reference <laughs> to that game three of, you know, blah blah blah, where Uzi went twenty nine and zero against the Kent. I don't know, some crazy shit, you right. know. Right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Let us know. If you happen to know, I I mean now that somebody linked for me after the Kane episode when I was like, Hey, let me know if you can find that thing in the you know, the uh Giants music video, and then somebody did Thank you for that. Hello a hell of a
1: find. Goddamn.
2: Yeah. If if you know why this cannon shuriken got pierced by bats, please let me know. <laughs> totally
1: normal. Totally normal sentence. Totally fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, he's also in Road to the Cup, which is that studio mirror animation where various players did their signature character, signature moves to climb to the top of a mountain to get the Summoner's Cup. And I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure the person who plays Kennen in this cinematic is Go Going, who was the top laner for OMG at the time.
1: Sure, sure. Couldn't tell you if it's not. You know, I know a a slight few number of like league (laughs) people. (laughs) You know. Yeah, (laughs)
0: pro players. Yeah, sure. Whatever you want to (laughs) call them. League people. League League people. (laughs) The league folk.
2: (laughs) So, uh. Yeah, so that's all I had for cinematics. Did we have any
1: final thoughts on
2: Canon? Uh, Canon? Canon? Canon?
1: Canon? Eh. Before going to.
2: Um,
1: for the short story, uh, there's a bit where he's kind of running across the countryside, and I like the descriptions of, of Ionia. I thought Kenan was a really good vehicle for like, you know, going across the land of Ionia and seeing what it's like. I would like to see. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh who's that guy who we always who writes a lot of piece, color pieces about regions He. Um,
2: oh yeah
0: oh Grant McNeil Grant
1: McNeil thank you I spaced uh, okay. it seems like oh that'd be great for like a, a Grant McNeil story about just Ionia could be cool um, there's a bit that ferry that he takes crossing the river he talks about how it's like a living it's built from a living like ship and the the sails are like these sort of translucent leaf-like str- membranes that all cool um, so I'd like yeah. to see more of that about Ionia not so specific to Kenan I guess but,
2: Although we would also welcome additional Kenan lore if you wanted to give us any, Graham. Yeah. I yeah.
0: say I think we mostly just want that that in between where we left Kenan and the Awakened cinematic, what made him decide to join Akali. Because her leaving was kind of a big deal and she's very much like on her own there. So I think Kenan coming back to support her in some way would be a massive moment for both of them.
2: For sure. Yeah. I think the combination of Akali leaving combined with what he had to do at that temple to the people who had literally done nothing but be loyal to the Kinku was probably, those are probably two big, heavy yeah. turning points for him. Mm-hmm.
1: For sure. I, I completely agree. I think, I mean, what I was going to say was I would like to see him placed in the current world and see where he's at. Um, yeah. But that's kind of true of also the Kinkou. Um And I think that's exactly what it would be, it would be about that, that sort of transitional time and his, his place there and maybe leaving it Kind of like a collie. One other thing is that in Legends of Frontera, something I noticed is that there's an interaction between him and Zed, where Zed calls him a uh, old friend, and I thought it was really interest <clears throat> interesting the idea of you know him having that sort of mentor relationship with Zed, kind of like he had with a collie, um, and trying to play around with sort of those two things because it makes sense that he would be in that place for Zed. You know, he's he's been doing this for hundreds of years. You know, he's probably seen a bunch of people and grew up probably grew up with Zed to a degree, right? Um, i'd like to see mm-hmm. them do more with with that relationship i think
0: yeah and having Kenan find out that shen's father isn't dead like he's probably worked with him his whole life too i don't yeah. remember that dude's name
1: yeah because
2: kusho
0: kusho yeah because he has
2: quotes too where he definitely blames Zed for that death
1: so he definitely yeah, still he thinks he, thinks he that, uh excellent yeah, ex- yeah hmm. exactly
0: all righty get those au's All right. i don't even think i have to look up his skins i actually feel like he's one of the few champs i know them but i'm gonna look them up anyway. yeah mm-hmm. and he
2: has a lot of old ones that just don't have lore <laughs> <laughs> yeah Three colors um so first one is psyops the crown jewel of military black ops the psyops unit are an elite team of psychic soldiers deployed against rogue militaries and supernatural threats officially they don't exist But when conventional warfare won't cut it and the stakes are no less than the fate of the world, PsyOps answers the call. And this encompasses both the PsyOps skins and Arctic Ops. So this one's Arctic Ops Kenan, High Command's public stance towards ninjas are joking to non-existent, as this is a war of modern weapons, not medieval flights of fancy. Privately, they deploy Kenan to hot zones in the deep Arctic, relying on his finely honed ninjutsu and deadly precision.
1: I forget that the Arctic and the Psyops ones are one and the same. I guess, yeah. you know, get them under one umbrella, right?
2: I like that this is one of those, like, ones where, oh, these people have these psychic magical powers and shit. Uh, but we need you to go in there and throw, just just huck some fucking shurikens, <laughs> my dude. It's <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: all you're
0: good
2: true. for
1: that is true I would almost like to see a story of, about him in this just to see h- how he handles it I guess he's just so damn fast it's you know doesn't matter right
2: mm, makes sense now he's part of Rift Hospital set in a world where each champion is part of the medical field and fun fact about this is the Rift Hospital skins were canon in the pre-retcon
1: <laughs> is that what they call him Rift Hospital That's a, which is I love that name for this line by the way Rift Hospital it's great Right. <laughs> uh, and this one is
2: Kenan MD. Why run with scissors when you can throw scalpels? Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> That's it?
2: That's it. Oh, my really? God. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, I he's part of Blood Moon. An ancient cult seeking irresistible power surfaces on nights of the Blood Moon to perform profane esoteric rites, merging their flesh with demonic spirits and becoming one with an ever greater darkness. And I like this one because this is a very different Kenan. This one is Blood Moon Kenan. A king-slaying demon summoned on the night of the Blood Moon. Kenan's purpose is to depose those in power and eliminate every member of their line. He's ruthless in this task, tearing across heavily armed fortress cities in the blink of an eye.
0: Hell yeah! Dope.
2: That's cool. I like that. Yeah.
1: Change it up a little.
0: This was an exciting skin for Kenan because I think it was his first, like, good modern yeah i mean like kenan md is really fun and everything but like that's like a fun cutesy skin this is his first like yo kenan's got a skin
2: (laughs) yeah i have a picture of this skin on my wall right in front of me
0: you do yeah
2: (laughs) and i guess it's my icon in discord so yeah i like this skin uh now he's also part of silver age and toy box Set in a world, the first one, uh, Silver Age, set in a world where each champion is a superhero or villain, and then the Toy Box one is set in Dino Nars Toy Box. It features champions as toys that come to life. And essentially, this one is Super Kennen, who is a superhero in the Silver Age, and they made a, a action figure of him, which is in Nars Toy Box.
0: That's, yeah, oh. that's cute. So
1: wait, does he have a... Is Super Cannon a skin? Am I thinking of Super Teemo? Uh, Yeah. Super Cannon is a skin. It's really cute. Oh, this one. Gotcha. Got it. I like it in game, too. Uh,
2: Super Cannon. Coming to a store near you. The new Super Cannon action figure. At six inches tall, the new Super Cannon is fully articulated with dazzling lightning bolt action. Add this fitting tribute to New Valorant's bravest hero. To your collection today. To New (laughs) Valorant's bravest hero to your collection today yeah the the world they live in in silver age is new valoran by mm. the way got it <laughs> not to be confused, confused with old Valoran. <laughs> and finally he's part of infernal set in a place where the ashen lord has been summoned and transformed the world into a land of ashes cinder and fire and this one is infernal canon a playful spirit of fire canon is not a malevolent being but can't help igniting his surroundings while zipping about. His lightning-quick movements wreak havoc upon any village unfortunate enough to entice the impish spirit to visit.
1: Hmm. I kind of like that. That's a little fun. Yeah,
2: he's playing He just doesn't know. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's just having a good fun time playtime.
0: <laughs> the wiki has all the chromas, and I've never seen the chromas for, like, Ken and MD. Like, look at this one. Uh, he's got, like, a rainbow on his hat. It's so weird. I'm sorry. I got distracted. <laughs> Go on.
2: Well, those are all the AUs.
0: Oh, yeah. Because then he has Deadly Kennan, which is Kennan, but he's red. He's super And then Swampmaster Kennan, which is Kennan, but he has a white outfit on and his face
2: is blue.
1: What, those yep. don't have deep lore happening for them?
2: Uh, I Yoda Kennan? I, yeah, I yeah. guess technically they do. They're just in other... <laughs> <laughs> Other intellectual properties. We got Yoda <laughs> Kennan and Deadpool Kennan, so
0: <laughs> I didn't realize was that supposed to be Deadpool.
2: I don't know yeah, if it's supposed to moment. be, but it sure looks like it. <laughs> uh, so I have some fun facts for y'all. Mm-hmm. Ahem. Kenan is voiced by the late Phile Sampler, who also voiced Fizz. We only know Kennan arrived in Rune Terra. Only uh, over a millennia ago not specifically how old he is so technically speaking he could have been born in the first breath of creation <laughs>
0: like all yordles were
1: <laughs> uh,
0: I like the idea that the the like the world took a deep breath and sneezed out like 40 yordles
1: <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> I gotta go see the doctor that's not right that's not supposed to happen well,
0: thank god I sneezed out a doctor <laughs> I'll go see him
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway uh canon and camille have basically the same dance oh it's a break dancing move
0: okay
1: is it the exact same move to, it is not exactly
2: side. the same because while canon is doing his he's also like juggling a shuriken whereas camille is just doing the dance move
1: oh fuck you know what i never realized that he is doing a break dance move i thought he was just kind of wiggling on the ground i don't know i have to see it again because <laughs> you know it's kind of an old that's an half old, break dancing you know, really yeah. <laughs> yeah right i guess that's fair uh, the models are so old i don't have to look at it but i always thought he just kind of like threw it up and was like uh whatever
0: uh, he's throwing <laughs> his shuriken in the air and everything it's pretty cool <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: uh Kennen used to have the law of inverse ninja strength cosmetic easter egg debuff Oh. This unit is a flippin' ninja, right? which also made it so that if there were more than one ninja on a team at the same time, they would each have one less health for each ninja in the game under the, and you also get this text, ninjas are more effective when they work alone for every ninja on your team beyond yourself, you lose one health. Cute.
0: I'd say it probably didn't happen a lot, but that definitely got someone killed at some point.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Probably. That's why I think a lot of those passives got disabled. Yeah. Like, the whole, you know, every character with sunglasses takes one less damage from Leona type shit. Yeah. Um, There was a lot of those back in the day, but yeah, I think...
0: They can actually change a fight,
1: Mm. which
0: you wouldn't expect, but...
1: Yeah, I like it more when it's just a pure cosmetic thing, kind of like with Ash yeah. has one like that, and they just get a little crown or something. I think mm-hmm. I also wonder too if it's like cause I remember, especially like even with the old buff bar, it would just get inundated with just a million things happening to your champion, yeah. and the last thing you need is useless information. As like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> our little cute ninja joke. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now his original Swamp Master cannon and Deadly Cannon splash arts, as I mentioned. If you go look at the original ones, literally just recolored version of his base splash art.
0: This was before they had official chromas.
2: Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah. So when you had, chrom- buy,
2: you had to spend full price for for those recolors. Yeah,
1: the a whole ass skin just a chroma. <laughs> uh,
2: it's like old rusty Blitzcrank. <laughs>
1: I do love Rusty Blitzcrank. That
0: one's the, even more uh, subtle, though. Like, at bullshit. least the Kenan ones, he's a totally different color. Rusty Blitzcrank, they're like, he's kind of brownish now.
1: <laughs> Tell will be $5, please. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> Deposited into my robot hand.
0: Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> uh. uh. uh.
2: Now I have a story about Swampmaster Kenan.
1: Oh, all right! Okay. Hit me with it.
2: So, when we first started at Riot, we got what was was what was called an account unlock, where you oh, get yeah. you get all the skin, you get like all the shit that's currently in the game, plus you get like a hundred thousand RP and IP, so that you can buy new shit as it comes out. I think you mean
1: essence? Okay, it's <laughs> not IP anymore,
2: <laughs> uh, but it was when we got it. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. Uh, so the philosophy. Uh, after a few years there was that by having all of this stuff unlocked, people at Riot were kind of losing touch with what it meant to be just like a normal player.
0: Yeah, they Mm. didn't like understand what it meant to like lose a little bit of RP or like to have a skin that didn't work the way you expected, things like that. Like when You spent real money on it. Mm -hmm.
2: And additionally since a lot of the times you'd get new content auto-added to your account when it came out there would be issues with the store that they would have no idea about because riders didn't have to use the store. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, e- eventually there was a process called riotization where they would restore your account back to what it was like before you had all the stuff unlocked, um, and you could keep. I think it was three skins. Yes. That you that you didn't actually have ahead of time. Um. To keep for your account for good and despite the fact that there were even at this point because when we did this this was back in the time when like kitty cat katarina was mm. all the rage and you couldn't get it anymore If you <laughs> missed it it was just gone same thing with a lot of those other really exclusive skins um despite this i was like no I want Swampmaster Master Kennen put back in my account. <laughs> I feel like that's were, the one I want. I feel like you are the
0: only fucking person that's <laughs> right. I would,
1: I would love it if they, so they do that right, and they look at all the stats of like Ooh, what skins didn't get taken right. Maybe we can look at those. Like what motherfucker chose Swampmaster Master Kennen? <laughs> Fire them immediately.
2: <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, yeah, so that's why I have Swamp Master Kenan now. I didn't buy it. That that survived my riotization.
1: I think I have, and a,
0: I have it because I was a temp, so I was never riotized. Yeah, you kind
1: of <laughs> you kind of slipped through the old the old fishnet, it right did. there. Yeah. I think Rusty Blitzcrank, since we were talking about it, is one of those for me because it's just so <laughs> yeah. shitty. I just love it. <laughs> it's
0: so dumb. You got to keep that one.
2: Oh, God. I think I kept another really shitty one for that same reason. I think it was one of the uh, Whistler Village one, or not Whistler Village, but one of the, Ooh, like one of the really shitty corgi Olympic or, ones. Or, God, those are all bad. Oh, uh, Toboggan Corgi. They're all very very bad. Bad. Yeah. Corgi. <laughs> I don't remember which <laughs> one of the winter Olympic ones I definitely kept Maybe because Jacks? it was so bad.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Cassidy's also a big blob of shit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it terrible. might have been Cassidy, actually. <laughs> it might have been Festival Cassidy.
0: Oh, that is a pretty bad one. All right. Any more fun facts?
2: All right. Um you can see pre you can see a pre rework. Jesus. <laughs> pre rework. <can> pre rework <laughs> is real hard to say. You can see a pre rework minion in Chogath's stomach x-ray in the Kenan MD skin.
0: Yeah. He's looking really scared.
2: <laughs> and finally, the reason that the Damwon Gaming Kennen skin looks so much like a raccoon is because the Damwon Gaming player it's named for is uh, Nagari, which is Korean for
1: raccoon.
0: Oh, cute. And his backing
2: animation is him napping and pulling out a raccoon puppet.
1: Oh, really? That's cute.
0: I thought it'd be like him sifting through a garbage can or something.
1: kissing <laughs> at, the, at the flare. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think with the think right
2: choice With raccoon cannon <laughs> it'd be so good if like his body moved to like follow your cursor and hiss oh, at your cursor yeah. as you were hovering near it
1: <laughs> that'd be great oh man whenever oh, he picks up God. the fruit in the river he tries to wash it in the river oh man <laughs> <laughs> do it right waste my fucking time <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I'll play that Kenan skinny benefit if it means it takes me three seconds longer to eat a piece of fruit from
2: the rip God, want, you know one, one bonus damage when playing against grungy Nunu <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh Jesus another classic in skin in case
2: you're unfamiliar with grungy Nunu it was that Oscar the Grouch skin that he's uh. in a trash can <laughs> <laughs>
0: any final Kenan thoughts so it's more good cannon skins we could pitch because we could be here all fucking
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have much.
0: No. Yeah. All right. That was cannon. We did it. Yay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you could tweet at us if you'd like. It's at Loreheads. And we have a YouTube channel where we post these. And John has a few parody songs up. We also have a Patreon. Uh, thank you so much to all of our patrons.
2: Yeah, hey, Very y'all. special thank you to our Medarda-tier patrons, Jeremy Rich, King of Hearts, and Mylect. You guys are awesome, Ooh. thank you so much for the support, it means the world to us.
0: <laughs> you can join us on Discord, our server is linked in the description of this video, and pinned to our Twitter. Uh, we have a lot of fun there. Yeah, people play games a lot together. It always like makes me so excited when I see people in like a room together, like talking. I don't know if you guys ever <laughs> notice that happens yeah. sometimes, I'm
1: have like <laughs>
0: we made a little nerd community it's so cute (laughs) and be sure to join us next week because we're oh god my phone went off i forget his name okay (laughs) we're gonna be talking we're gonna talk about the void reaver kha'zix